Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, with my co-host, Corbin, and today we have Earthlings. Earthlings is the first gaming metaverse on Hedera, where the worlds come together, no nationalities, no boundaries, just Earthlings, with their founder, Patrick. It's nice to have you today, Patrick. Heard many great things, seen you in many, many, many spaces, many, many YouTube videos. I mean, seen you on HBAR Bulls channel as well. And overall, it's just been great. You know, you've been out there spreading the positive words of Earthlings and continuing to grow not only your business, but the framework around a very structured metaverse. That is a, a not necessarily a metaverse, but a, a play to earn game in a sense. Yeah, it's, it's more uh, early on, we already saw that it's more actually a, a game than a metaverse, that that's the most important thing. So uh, it's good that you say it like that, because um, I started off the, the concept with a, a metaverse game. Uh, we switched it around soon enough, a gaming metaverse. Uh, and here's a nice fun fact that I, I think is, is, is fun to know, because I think the, it's actually the gaming industry that came with the uh, metaverse concept first. They never got credit for that. But let's be honest, a metaverse is where you dive into a new uh, reality uh, online. Uh, you immerse yourself in a fantasy world, more or less realistic. But that's what gaming already does. And there people already come together in, in groups and meet and, uh, meet each, uh, each other, make new friends. So actually, they deserve credit for that. So we saw, saw that early on that gaming should be the focus and then the metaverse. So Incredible. Going a little sideways here. Sorry, guys. You're no, no, totally no. fine. Thank you for your time. Yeah, I mean, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited and happy that you're here today because we have so much to dive into. And, you know, overall, you guys have so much. It's not even like we're going to be able to fit it all into one hour, but we can get We can try our best, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it our best. That's enough. All right. First question. When, why and how did you start the project? Uh, not even too long ago, actually. It was, I think, April. Uh, maybe a month uh, earlier that I came up with the idea, but April last year that I started this whole project, um, I started writing the, the white paper down. Uh, first one that I wanted to onboard was my brother because uh, I think what, what I missed most uh, when I looked at a lot of these projects is the graphic design um, part of, of these projects. Sometimes you see these projects with some amazing 3D images um, but their marketing doesn't look that well. NFTs don't look that well and a lot of other stuff as well. So my brother is a graphic designer and you can see that come back in the NFTs that he designs. So for instance, the, the post stamps, but also the, um, um, the 3D items. I give them to Marcel. He makes an NFT out of it and looks even twice as good. So I needed my brother to join as well, but, and, and he loved the idea, the concept. We were both already uh, very much in love with the whole new blockchain technology. And uh, we, are, we are actually uh, crypto enthusiasts. Um, but then we, uh, Marcel told me um, we need someone else as well, someone who has more knowledge about technology, because don't ask me any techno, techno questions, because I'm, 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 I'm from the design industry. I'm, I'm not uh, a programmer or whatever. So I know now, of course, uh, a bit about um, blockchain and stuff, but um, that, that's, that's, just a little. So we needed uh, a programmer, and that's Jorgo. Uh, Jorgo is the third uh, founder. We showed him um, after I wrote it down. Marcel designed it a bit, and then we showed it to Jorgo, and, and he fell in love with it. He said, yeah, I think everything blockchain uh, is, is going to be um, – because 
it's going to be a success because the whole blockchain industry is an emerging market, he said. So if I can now be a part of that through something like this, I'm in. So Yoro uh, is, for instance, the one who made the, 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 the map that we have on the, on the website. Um, after just a few days, he already knew how to mint uh, on Hedera. Says a lot about Hedera. Also a bit about um, Yorgo. We'll come back to Hedera a little bit later, I, I guess. So then we had uh, the team together, three uh, the three studios, <laughs> and <laughs> we started this project. Uh, then I, I spent a lot of time uh, finding uh, new people to help out with the 3D parts. And uh, in the meantime, now that we are so many months further, we've an amazing team. Um, so why did we actually decide to do this? It's, it's actually also because we saw there was an opening, actually. There was still space for new projects where uh, projects, in our opinion, should focus more on, on, on quality, on design, transparency. Um, and, and those were things that we were looking at. So we thought it was very important to be transparent about who we are from the start. So you know, we had our faces on the website. We have, uh, we are fully, fully registered company in the Netherlands. So you can even find that on the internet and see uh, our, our address. I think that's, that's something that's very important in the crypto space, especially because of all the media making, uh, the crypto space a bit ridiculous, down talking Definitely. on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't agree on that, by the way, because let's be honest. I've, I've met a lot of scammers outside of the crypto space. Um, so, but well, the media likes to see it differently now. I think that's going to change soon enough when everything is going to go on the blockchain. But that's another subject, uh, of sure. course. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, the, um, where were we um, setting up the company? Uh, so yeah, we, we're onboarding people now, still growing, still um, more even with with uh, onboarding programmers uh, on the background. And, nice. Yeah. What else can I say? Well, I was going to say it, it's been it's been a wild ride, and, and we love it every, yeah. every day. So. A question just came up into my head. Obviously, well, from what you've said, you are a registered business in the Netherlands. I'm yeah. curious, how much does it cost to create a game of this nature? This game, <laughs> I, I figured it did, but I, I figured that you had a lot of in-house development as well, which can really yes, take away yes. from some of that cost, which is nice. I'm just that. So I'm, I mean, a lot actually probably just covers that answer. I'm not going to ask for a number or anything, but yeah, uh, very many, much yeah. a lot. Um, and the thing is, but the thing is, why can we? Why can we uh, build this? Well, first of all, uh, Marcel, me, and Jorgo, we have. Uh, I've got a passive income, so I can dedicate my uh, all my time uh, to this project. Where uh, Jorgo and Marcel still have to do it a bit on the sidelines, so they work a lot on the weekends and in the evenings. And when uh, when it's a bit more quiet on their work, they work. Um, full days as well. But we work without uh, an income. We don't draw any money out of it. Instead, we actually are pouring uh, money into it. Um, in this case, luckily, only with our time because we had some good sales, uh, of course. Um, but we have uh, a lot of team members, dedicated team members that also still uh, work without sure. pay. But more importantly is that we've got our development team um we made our own development You could actually say uh, we have our own game studio now. And I onboarded the last missing piece uh, one and a half week ago. So now we're 100% complete. Um, and because of that, we can build very uh, on, on, a, on a lower budget than other projects. I've spoken to someone who said they paid about uh, like 20,000 
uh, euros for an avatar. And that's mind blowing. Yeah. If you, if you talk about those figures, um, then you really needed an insane amount of money to build something like this. But because we're, we're doing everything um, in our own team, I found, found some great builders all over the world. Even if I don't sell any item anymore within the for the next two, three years, I can still keep on building. But yeah, a little slower then. That's the only thing, <laughs> but but we can still do it, and I think that's that's also the strength of our, our project that we uh, we we have an income. We are not um, uh, we don't need to draw out anything. We can still just uh, put in everything into the project, uh, and we've we've got experience in setting up companies as well. All three of us, we had our companies. And I think that that's one of the strong points of our project. We, if, if this uh, bear market continues for a bit longer, we had some nice green candles uh, last week, but um, they're going down a bit now oh, again. Yeah. But if, if, if we are in a prolonged bear market, uh, it wouldn't stop us from building. We, we are set to finish this and to, to uh, deliver a great game. And, and that's what we intend to do. And, yeah, I look forward to me it. Me too. I hope. I hope that answers your question a bit. I'm just yeah. my last question now regarding <laughs> this nature is: Have you taken any grants, or ha- I assume it all the funding's either been through personal funding or just the NFT sales? Yeah, I think I got the whole question now. Uh, no, we didn't get any grants. Well, if if anyone wants to give us a grant, well, <laughs> welcome, of course. That's that's yeah. always cool. But uh, most money came now from uh, our own expenses. Uh, and, and NFT nice. sales uh, and that will keep us uh, building for a long way still. Uh, but grants are welcome. Tell your friends. Yeah, yeah I know the HBAR Foundation was giving out <laughs> some in the past. I'm not too sure if they're still doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, with, with or without a grant, uh, we'll continue building either way. But um, yeah, uh, so, so so for the project, um, we will still continue. But, but give us a million and we'll build it even faster that's yeah. the only difference <laughs> your guys's uh your guys's story is cool uh it reminds me a lot of uh, i don't know if you ever heard of a game a game called no man's sky um essentially it's it's this massive game everything is procedurally generated like everything's like random it's you you can go across to different planets and you can terraform and all that good stuff um but that game was is created by a, a studio called hello games and they have a team I kid you not, of like 15 people for this like massive game. And I'm like, uh, that's (laughs) that sounds difficult. But hey, Uh, having a small knit team, communication is really, really good. You know, everybody knows what they need to do. Everybody can, you know, sort of converse with each other quickly, easily. It's not like this massive team across, you know, multiple, you know, countries or states or whatever. I like the approach. It'd be difficult to manage. Well, if you have if you have a dedicated team, uh, yeah, yeah, that too. But uh, but if you have a difficult uh, a dedicated team, that that helps a lot of as, as well. Of course, we've got uh, three amazing builders now working on the towns. They work day and night. They want this to succeed so much, uh, and it, it's it's so fun to see what the, uh, well the speed that they're building with that's amazing that's one but also the quality sometimes you just find these gems and we were lucky enough to find them cost me a lot of time and and we have a great relationship actually all of these uh, a lot of these team members they they become my my friends as well so we see each other as colleagues and we don't like the boss worker relationship we're just all 
we're building this together. You know, I can't, can't do without them. They can't do without me. We're a team and we're building this together. And I love how to see that um, uh, all my team members, they get along very well and, and they, they are so dedicated to building this. And, and yeah. it's, it's great to because see. Because you have yeah. one universal goal. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, that's true. Uh, if this thing um, hits off, now let's say when this thing hits off, <laughs> I like the positive approach. Um, when it hits off, then then it's it's a, a big win for them as well. So the, the whole team will then, of course, uh, for sure. get better off it. For sure. What um what actually? Wait, I, I have a better way to word this. So so you guys were the first gaming metaverse. Um, as as a metaverse gaming style project, we could probably be here for a few hours just talking about this. But what separates you guys from from other projects that are trying to do a, a metaverse type of thing here? Yeah, yeah we touched on it a little already. Um, so, so I think I didn't finish it when I answered the first question. Wow, that's me. But indeed, uh, we, we look a lot more at, I think, at design. Uh, we, we really want to compete with AAA gaming. So what is AAA gaming? It's, it's just, of course, what you think it is, uh, what you make out of it. But to me, it's, it's quality gaming with uh, not only quality gameplay, but also with um, yeah. great design. Um, so th that is what we thought was still lacking a bit in this space. Uh, and that's what we're trying to make up uh, for now. Uh, and this also sometimes means that, um, yeah, sometimes you need... To, to take a step back, to redo stuff. I've, I've been throwing stuff in, in the dustbin a lot, <laughs> redoing it because we saw that we needed to do it better. Just like I, I just mentioned, we we had a studio that under-delivered and now I see myself in a position where I need to redo something uh, all over again in a shorter time frame. But we rather deliver a little late with something that people say, wow, that looks great because I need, I need to use it for years then under-deliver a bit too early uh, and having to to redo it then because people are disappointed. So, yeah, so those are some things that uh, that we take very seriously. We think uh, if, if you have, uh, let's let's say, for instance, if you go to Steam, Steam where you have all these games, uh, what, what do you first look at? You look at uh, maybe at storyline, but mainly... Mm -hmm. the, the, the image, the, the, that's, that's the gameplay. If, if you look at, at the, 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 the screenshots of the, of the game, if it, if it looks yeah, ugly, you're not going to yeah. gonna try it out. So, yeah, so it needs to look amazing. So that's that's something that we think is very important. Uh, and then, of course, uh, well, we talked about the transparency. We think it's very important as a team to be transparent. Don't avoid the, the, the difficult questions. Uh, and uh, after that, of course, well, same same importance as, as design comes game gameplay, and that needs to be fun as well. So that's where, where, where our focus is uh, and where do we differ um, more is that, yeah, we're not outsourcing. Well, sometimes you, you do sure. outsource little things, but we do have, we do have our main um, studio complete now, our own gaming studio, uh, actually. And that makes us build uh, well faster and also keep... Um, a close eye on design and quality because I'm on top of that. So that, that's actually my department. I'm always talking all day with uh, designers and, and programmers. Uh, for, for the game. Where are you developing the game at by chat? What game engine? Uh, Unreal, Unreal Engine 5. I thought so. And, and that's, yeah, that's always a nice question because um, uh, I like, I like Unity a lot. Uh, it, it, 
both have something to say uh, to, to go for. Of course, it's not. I don't think it's uh, either one or the other because we're building um, a mini game now, um, browser based, um, and we we might have to rebuild some stuff in Unity just for this little game. We'll we'll see. I, I still have to talk about it with Quinton, but for the the main game, uh, we did find that. Uh, Unreal Engine delivers way better colors. We, we started with, with Unity at first because I found a Unity uh, builder that I wanted to, to, to join, uh, to join us. So, okay, I said, okay, why not? Let's see what Unity has. And we tried out so many scenes and we just couldn't get sure. the quality that I wanted. And I said, yeah, but look, look at this game. Looks amazing. Yeah, but that's Unreal. Okay. Let, let's try to make that in Unity. Um, didn't work. And I look at this game. Yeah, but that's Unreal. So, and we said, okay, we're going to do, uh, we're going to go with Unreal. I had to quit with this, um, this builder back then. Uh, uh, but actually I'm very happy with uh, Quinton now. He's an amazing guy and he's an Unreal programmer and he's leading the whole, uh, technical part. And actually I was, I, I, I always tell Quinton and actually Quinton, it's your little game. You do know that. Yeah. Okay. I'm just sticking you a bit in direction, but it's your game, Quinton. So yeah, he's an amazing guy, and uh, he found us two uh, two other people uh, as well. Quinton is from Belgium, by the way. So we've got three Belgian Ooh. programmers or builders uh, that yeah. So yeah, I'm, I really like that. The Dutch and the Belgian they get along well. You know that <laughs> really. We have a big mouth, and the Belgian are so super polite. <laughs> so and and the Dutch always talk a lot, as you can see. But that that goes that goes together so so nicely. Yeah, the, the Belgian people are, yeah, they are awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, Unreal Engine Five is ah, uh, dude. It's I, I have nothing but good things to say about it. It's like it's so scalable, and it has so much customization to really grind down to like what you need it to do for your particular situation it's not like shoehorning in like if you like if you need to make a specific type of game it's not it, it's it's like an every man's type of uh type of engine so it's not like it's not like ea had with frostbite where they were trying they had a they had the engine for Battlefield and they're like, hey, you know, what we're going to do for this, you know, giant multiplayer like shooter type of game. Right. Hey, we're going to make a racing game out of it. Like, no. And then we had terrible need for speeds for forever. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm yeah. Oh, I, I must I must say, because uh, Unreal 5, Unreal Engine 5, it's it's. It's not out mm -hmm. for too long now, and it still has sure. some bugs here and there. So, um, but luckily we've got Quinton. <laughs> I always say, Quinton, not my problem, your problem. So, and he fixes it then. So, uh, but it's uh, yeah, it will only yeah. get better, of course. It's in the uh, in the banking great. world, people say they have their quant, which is their, like their quantitative, like their math guy. You have your quint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the guy. Don't tell him because he can never leave. He's not allowed to leave. I need. I need to cop. I need to copy him. So uh, but he'll he'll stick around. He'll stick around. I'm not going to tell him that uh, we did this interview. By the way, <laughs> I don't think it's good. <laughs> so yeah, that yeah. that uh, that leads into uh, into my next question, which is going to be your in-game Steam tokens. So how how are those going to be implemented in the game? How are they going to work? Yeah, if you, if you go into the, uh, to the game, you can uh, have this. Um, well, the first play gameplay that we're going to have is, for instance, that you can can look on the map for the psychics and uh, psychic animals uh, or lost technology that you can then combine with your with your 
animals at a tech shop, um, uh, things like that. But, but everything that you find there, uh, you can, of course, sell on the marketplace. You can do that with Steam. But in the game, you can also uh, take a train to another continent, for instance. You need to pay a little Steam for that as well. So the, um, there's going to be a whole in-game economy also. Um, for instance, you're going to have uh, rewards if you have a bank. Uh, you can you can claim some Steam rewards uh, every now and then. Still need to write out uh, those uh, this in-game economy more specifically, but but you can use it in many ways. And that's the nice thing about um, adding the, the, the metaverse to it as well, because you can have shops, and some of these shops can be connected to, to real. Um, uh, well, real-world uh, shops, of course, as well. And also there you can see how you can work in Steam. So there's, there's many ways that you can use Steam, and not only as the... as other, you, you see a lot of ga uh, games, of course, where you can collect tokens, even as treasures, by the way. We can hide them as treasure as well. But you can also do contests in the game and, and earn Steam. It's, it's, actually, the possibilities are endless. And that's the nice thing about combining Metaverse with gaming. You've got even more uh, more possibilities. And another thing that I'll touch on then as well, that's what, what I like so much about uh, the, whole, the whole blockchain environment is that it's, it's also easier to integrate other projects even into your gameplay. Um, so yeah, th th there's actually so many op options with, with the Steam token, but I think, I guess that gamers will use it most to, to get their rights to another continent or to, to pay someone uh, in the game to help them out on a quest, um, stuff like that. Because, uh, yeah, it's, it, it is the in-game. Sure. Will you be able to buy like land with it or other NFTs with the Steam token? Yeah, other NFTs, uh, of course. Yeah, land, I, I guess so. We're not that far yet, but uh, I don't see why not. Let's, uh, it, it is also an NFT. Sure. So, yeah, nice. I, don't, I don't see why not. And then on this land, you'll be able to really create whatever you want on it, I assume. Depending on obviously the scale uh, of it. Yes, yes, and no. There, 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 come, there comes the, um, the, the designer uh, in, in Marcel and me uh, around the corner. Because the thing is, we're building something that we like ga uh, gamers to. Uh, gamers need to fancy of our course. game. Uh, we, we don't want just landowners because uh, th th that's something that, that other metaverses are struggling with. Uh, for instance, they, they, they sell all this land. And then when they open up, they've got a lot of landowners, but these landowners are not gamers. But we want to attract gamers. Why? Because these landowners, they'll just sit there and hoping that their um, uh, their land will increase in value, whatever they had uh, intended with it. But we need people in the metaverse. And the only industry actually uh, that um, succeeded in doing this is actually the gaming industry because they are little metaverses. And they... they well, the gaming industry is bigger than the music and the movie industry combined. So can you, you can imagine how, how big this industry is. So they already made this a success. So we're focusing on gaming. So coming back to the question then, um, um, we won't, we, we do have a part that we call the wildlands and people can do more there than in the rest of the game. Why? Um, they will be able to, for instance, that's what, what Quinton is working on as well. Peter Jan, actually, his colleague, <laughs> because it's a bit different. Peter Jan, that's a very Dutch Belgian name. Um, but so they will be able to, to move their house around and, and, and stuff like that and even upgrade their house. Uh, but we will do it within limitations. Some of these metaverses, not all of them, by the way, there are more who 
who stick a bit to their, their style. But some of these managing persons, you can just buy yourself a house or create yourself a house and put it there. But what's the gamer going to think if he sees all these ugly houses? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we're building the, the, the towns now and also the houses that come along with that. And I think actually that people like it a lot. That we, we are very um, strict with the design because it's really going to be uh, an amazing looking game. And, and in order to keep it like that, yeah, we do need to limit a bit, but they, they can go off to the wildlands and, and do their stuff there because there, there's always a group that, that wants to have more freedom. But yeah, in your house, you can do more, of course. Uh, or if you have a gallery or if you have a shop, go in and, and do whatever you want there. So there will be way less limitations uh, there. So you, you will still have a lot of uh, options. And uh, me and Tatiana, we were actually thinking of maybe adding a, a real estate agent uh, uh, agency uh, in, in right. the game where people can throw their design uh, to, to these uh, real estate agents. They first need to approve on the design and yeah, then you can throw it in the game. For instance, stuff like that. So the, the, the options are limitless actually. So the, these are things that we are working with as well, always trying to find creative ways to to um, limit the limitations. <laughs> Makes so, sense. Yeah. Hope you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. But design is for us the main goal. It needs to be sure. attractive for gamers. Yeah. As long as it, I assume it's probably your main your main vision is really just to keep it all in the same format. You know, like looking the same and stuff. You don't want somebody building SpongeBob's house right down the road from a sc- giant skyscraper. <laughs> you want to make sure that it's all kind of niche related, Earthlings related, more or less. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it will, it will throw off a lot of gamers because uh, they come in for the gameplay and the mm-hmm. quality and the look and feel of that. And we need to, to guard that. And, but we will have sections like the Wildlands that, that where you can go sure. loose and do whatever be, you want. I will be building my castle out in the Wildlands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all you about can. that immersion. It helps yeah. keep people, uh, yeah. keep people glued to the game, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but also, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but also it's it's an always uh, evolving process, of course. So the, the while building it, we will probably also find other ways to, to to make a certain group of people who do like more variation or, or whatever make them happy as well. But we all, yeah, it's just main thing is stick to the to great design and gameplay, and, and we we always first look at gamers and then as at the rest. But the metaverse will be a very big part sure. uh, of it as well. Yeah. And that can, uh, speaking of the, the wildlands, that can lead us into our into our next question of uh, what are, what are your guys' land options like? I know you guys have a bunch of different land and well, not like a bunch, but like you have you know you have a couple you have a couple different uh, land option NFTs. Uh, how are how are those going to work? Yeah, we've got um, uh, we, we we just uh, sold the the towns and the villages. Um, and the towns, so, so you can be a mayor, uh, a mayor of a town, uh, and then, yeah, th- yeah, that is cool. <laughs> people want the towns. I, I do like the villages as well, but, uh, people want the towns. And then you can have 18 other people assigning their land plot. Let's say, uh, if I say single house plots, maybe that's an easier expla- explanation, but we call the land plots. They can, um, um, uh, drop their, no, not drop, uh, allocate their, a land plot in your town. So you can have 18 people in your town um, that also uh, generate you uh, 
income, sure. a steam income. So we'll have a whole economy with um, uh, with things going on there as well. So the, the town owners, they want these people to come in, into their town and uh, they, they can uh, use each other's uh, NFTs as well and gameplay. So there, there's a lot of, this is such a, a broad subject that I won't go into to it too deep. But uh, say, same for the for the villages. You can be the, 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 the village chief and you'll, own the the whole uh, the whole village, but other uh, people can still place their uh, plots in your uh, village. So so they'll own that little piece uh, of of land, of course. Um, but you, as the the town owner, uh, you have uh, a big part of the town that you can decide what to do with. For instance, you'll get uh, two shops in your town. And you can rent them out or you can use them yourself to sell your entities or whatever you want to sell in there. So, yeah, you, you can link it to a real shop or uh, an NFT shop. So as, as we build, we will expand the possibilities as well, of course, maybe even rent it out as, as a meeting uh, space for people to or, or have people have a party there or whatever. Um, so you, you have a lot of uh, options. You can have, uh, you can allocate a train station in your town. And every time someone uh, onboards your uh, a train in your trace train station, you get a little piece, a little percentage of that steam earned with that um, ticket. So, so things like that. Um, what else is there? So we've got the the cabin. Um, the cabin is uh, we didn't throw that out yet, but the cabin will be uh, in more remote areas. Uh, Maybe even on the floating islands. Who knows? Right. <laughs> Can't say too much here because people screenshot and copy paste everything I say. And yeah, yeah, even when I say, they know how to make a screenshot of that. that so I'm going to have stuff like that. And they are very limited in, in numbers. Um, um, but but the, these cabins, they will attract more wild, wildlife and make other things easier for you. So if you if you, if you want to to look for um, uh, rare animals, for instance, capture them. And there's going to be a whole process uh, in, in there as well. It's not going to be a simple taming mechanism and then this yours. And no, it's going to be more than that because we want everything to be a, a gameplay. But um, it starts with that, of course. Um, but but then you can you can find more of these animals and sell them uh, and upgrade them and whatever. Nice. So. Well, yeah, there's, 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 there's more, but... So much more. Uh, so with the towns, villages... <laughs> so much to this project. Uh, uh, towns, villages, cabins, land plots. I'm forgetting one, but... Uh, so I, I, will you be able to sell... Will you be able to sell any other NFTs not Earthlings related in these shops? Yeah, if, if it's your shop, you can Amazing. do whatever you want. And then also, yeah, my uh, other question was, so, would you... So there are train stations. Are you going to be able to fly? Like to other countries, like will there be planes or will there, there will there be helicopters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've uh, we already have the sketch ready for the um, the big airship, um, so um, we're building that as well. So there's going to be a transatlantic uh, transatlantic mm -hmm. Atlantic Atlantic uh, line with, um, uh, with the, the first. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, but but do you know the story? Do you know the story behind that? They boycotted the Germans, and that's why they couldn't get this. Um, I think it's helium yeah, they I use now. The, uh, as well. the safe gas. Yeah, uh, and that mm -hmm. doesn't burn, I think. Uh, but hydrogen, yes. Um, but they they couldn't get helium anymore. Wow. The Germans. So it's this. It's the safest <laughs> way to travel. But the Hindenburg, and that's just a, a brand. It's actually a rigid airship. But the Hindenburg. 
Everyone knows Hindenburg because of that. But it's not fair. Airships are the safest, most economic way to travel. So, yeah, we threw them in there. Uh, You can go around the world with these things on the next to nothing. It is is more complex, by the way, than, um, than people think. Can I divert a bit from this? Yeah, come on, let's have a... I've worked for a guy who um, who wanted to reinvent the, these airships. So that's how I know a bit more about it. And I said, well, it's, it's easy. You just fill it up with gas and up you go. Nah, it's not yeah. that easy. Because the thing is, when you go up, mm-hmm. the air gets thinner. So the gas expands. So you get more uh, lifting pressure. But the thing is, you don't want to go too high. You don't want to go all the way <laughs> yeah. into, yeah. The, uh, into space. So... But, but the, the, another problem is, so, so you want to go, uh, your balloon wants to go higher, but you also spent some fuel already as well from, from your engines. So you're also lighter. Mm-hmm. So you see the problem already. So you don't want to go too high. You still need to go back down. So you, you drop some air, but, well, you, you can see the problem going here. So it, it's not as easy as just filling it up with air and going up and down. There's, there's more to it. So... Um, but still, uh, they solve that, of course, and airships are the safest way to travel and environmental friendly as Ooh. well. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, no, guys. I, no, I, no, just like, like these dogs. <laughs> yeah, and I am too. <laughs> I probably said it wrong, but uh, someone will correct me anyway. But uh, it's, it's, it's more complex than just... Uh, going what up I like and down, to do, yeah. Patrick, is just throw not financial advice behind everything I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 great, yeah, yeah. I agree on that. I agree on that. Uh, yeah. So, so what made you guys actually choose HBAR? Uh, that's a, that's a very easy question, actually. Uh, not 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 uh, as. Uh, that easy in the beginning because um, I, I did have uh, HBAR in my portfolio, um, but I did not know too much about it. I was more known with other chains. Um, but while researching, um, well, the, well, the, when we came to the part when we need to really um, decide on, okay, where are we now really going to build? So I've got these options. Uh, shall, shall, we, shall we go for this, that, or that? And then Marcel, me, and Jorgo, we, we all looked at it, and Jorgo had the, the biggest say in this because Jorgo, he needed to connect, connect the dots together, of course. Um, and... Uh, so we looked at some options. Some were not too safe. Not gonna, not gonna name names. Everyone knows. <laughs> Others were insanely difficult to build on. That's maybe so. And, and for us, of course, uh, one of the, the the things that was important for us were the low transaction fees. So that, then, of course, these new emerging chains. There, there are many, but I think there are tops them all. And then I told Jorge, okay, look at Hedera, please. Um, uh, so he did, and he's, uh, he was amazed by the fact that it was already, uh, at that time, I think it was on spot 36 on um, coin market cap, and he was amazed that he didn't know a top 40 co- a coin. He said, how, how, how did I never hear of this? And maybe a lot of people still have this, but I think the coming years, uh, this will change a lot, yeah. of course, uh, because I think yeah, it's sure. going to explode, with, especially with mm-hmm. all the partners and the things they're doing. Anyway, so, well, he did a deep dive in it. Actually, it only took him two hours. And he said, yes, I can build on this. Um, he said, it's, it's amazing. They, it's, it's so much easier and it's safe. And it's so much easier to build on this than on the other 
change that you already showed me. So there was one change that was even easier because it had all these, these, these apps already, you just plug and play. But if safety is a very, uh, is, is an issue, then it's out of the issue, of course, to go for a chain like that. So, um, and Jurgen only fell in love with it more and more and more. And that, that, that was for me important that we could easily access it, uh, programming wise. And that was for Jurgen very easy to do. They had a great community uh, to help you out with questions as well. Uh, other projects, uh, for instance, like Hashback, they reached out to us very early on already. Uh, we've got a great, um, connection with that, those, those people, uh, with Hashback, uh, that team as well, uh, doing a Twitter space slot with them as well. But their support also, uh, um, uh, helped us. Um, if you have any questions, you know, you, you reach out to, to these projects or even the community. Um, yeah, that helped us a lot. So, um, transaction fees were just, um, yeah, an extra yeah. bonus. It's amazing. I've been in another Yeah, I've been in, yeah, sorry, I'm going to make it longer. I've been in another space with another, and another, another project came along, another blockchain. And they were, were bragging about how things are now going to change. They're going to have uh, new tools about, uh, with, with uh, making it uh, cheaper, the tr transactions, even if the price goes up, they, they still have some feature built in that it's not too expensive. I'm, I didn't say anything, but I'm like, 0 0.0001, you know, <laughs> is, I, I, it was, it was difficult. It was difficult, but I didn't say anything. So, uh, because, you know, there's not a one to rule all blockchain. I, I, I know that, you know, there's, you've got, I, I like Mercedes. I like Audi as well, uh, but Ford is a good brand as well. Sure. There's space for more, but yeah, um, now that I'm more into this chain, I think there is going far. Yeah. Very far. I Definitely agree with you on that one. Over two billion wallets yep. currently. I mean, adoption's coming as we see it. They're like the rigid airships on the blockchains. They can go mm -hmm. endlessly, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. And cheap, yeah. Endless scalability, <laughs> low transaction <laughs> yeah. fees, asynchronous Byzantine fault tolerances. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. no, the, we we didn't. Uh, I, I haven't had a single moment of, um, uh, of regret uh, building on, um, or with actually, with sure. uh, Hedera. Because uh, we're building also on, uh, with um, Unreal Engine, but it, it's all integrated. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I uh, actually just thought of a question related to that. How, how, ha how have you guys been implementing the, the crypto side of things into your game? Like using you know a regular you know sort of mainstream game engine uh, yeah game engine. Well, that, that's also always uh, I always find it a, a difficult question because you can take it in so many ways. Um, you, you can see, for instance, um, do you mean uh, how we implement, for instance, the the consensus service? Because NFTs, sure. you know all about NFTs yeah. and how that works, of course. So, so let, let's say the the consensus consensus service. That is something that we are now exploring more and more and more as, uh, as well. Because uh, now that we're building uh, mini games, uh, starting our first one. Um, because it's long built, built what we're doing and we want more engagement with the community as well. And also if you, if you throw out your, your steam token and it's a utility token, but you do need to have utility. So that's why we decided. So there's more reasons to, to already build these uh, mini games, but, uh, to prevent cheating, for instance, uh, we're looking in how to, uh, connect that to our Sweet. first mini game. That's cool. Um, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, but it, 
Yeah, it is difficult. But if you, for instance, if, if I want to build a, a mini game uh, on my browser, uh, someone could uh, just take the code off and program himself to have a zillion uh, Steam tokens, put it on, back on. That's sure. a simplified version, okay? Uh, Quinton would probably explain it better, okay? <laughs> so put it back online and there you go. He's got a million uh, Steam tokens. You want to prevent that, prevent that. And by, by having good programmers and having some, some hackers go on there and see uh, a stress test uh, your programming, yeah, you can come a long way. But I asked Milan... Um, to, uh, to to research now together with Yorgo the possibility to add another layer of security with the consensus service. Uh, I've got no clue how to do that. <laughs> I just know that if you use that, then it's going to be so hard to cheat. But there's, of course, uh, there's sure. limitations with everything. So that's what we are now uh, looking into. And of course, uh, these services you can use as well um, in the um, mm -hmm. in the game as well. An another thing, uh, Milan came up with a very cool name for that, and I forgot, of course, because it was a very cool new name. But what you can now do is you can have these. Let's just call them smart NFTs. What you can do, for instance, if if you have played uh, a couple of hours and your durability goes up for your uh, uh, avatar then you can do it so that every now and then it changes these numbers on your NFT. Uh, so if you go to your wallet, you see that these numbers of the durability are higher. So you can do that with a lot of these things, uh, level up, all the, all this stuff. You, you can really interact with the blockchain, uh, with your NFT and, and your, your, mm -hmm. your gameplay. So th oh, yeah. I think that's super cool. So add-ons and stuff, uh, even changing the image and, and stuff like that. I think that's that's amazing. And you, you can't – I don't see that happening yet um, with regular gameplay. Well, they don't use yeah. NFTs, of yeah, course. Great point. Yeah, so stuff, stuff like that. We're looking in, yeah. into Dynamic stuff like that. Yeah. Metadata is very, very important, especially for, for like, a game, especially specifically what you guys are trying yeah. to do. So, that we, you yeah. know, you can have all these levels, yeah, I, and if you look at, you know – <laughs> all of them on Zeus. Like, how are you going to know the difference between them if the the meta does, the meta metadata yeah. isn't updated and you can't like filter or anything by that? So, um. yeah, if you've played a hundred hours and your uh, your Mister Banks, uh, that one of our avatars is, is like really a badass, upgraded level ten and and durability <laughs> to the sky, then you can see that back into the NFT. In the NFT, you know, mm -hmm. that, I think that's so cool. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. What you guys have evolving NFTs. So like say if somebody builds something on the plot of land that they own and then they want to go out and sell it, will that plot of like will whatever they built on the land come with the the NFT? If they desire. Yes, I I, th I think yes. Yeah, I th I think yes. Um let me double check that with uh with with Quinton and the rest of the team, of course. But the way I'm seeing it. Yeah, because that's actually one that that goes no, that doesn't go a step further. It's actually the same, yeah. I guess, as uh, the interactive NFT that we just spoke about. So my guess is yes, but I also learned to be very careful with what I'm saying this early on. So I'm saying mm -hmm. I think yes, okay, <laughs> instead of sure, saying yes. Sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think those are adopted. It is something that I would like to see. Yeah, let's say it's like just that. like sure. buying and selling real estate at that point. I mean, say somebody else builds something that somebody else likes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I, I don't see. I don't see why. Uh, why not? Uh, I don't see it any other. This is how I envision yeah. it. So, uh, and I, I don't see why we could couldn't do that. So, uh, in in my opinion, uh, at this point, yeah, I, I would say yes. Well, that's great to hear. But I have one last question for you today, Patrick. I'm not too sure if Corbin has any more, but uh, my last question for you is. So what's happening behind the scenes? What are you currently working on and what can we see next from Earthlings? Uh, there's actually, there's a lot of stuff going so. uh, <laughs> on behind the scenes. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't say, I can't spoil everything, uh, spill everything out here, of course. How do you say that? Spill, spoil? I can't, can't tell anything. <laughs> okay. Not my first language, guys. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, what we're doing now is we're trying to ramp up uh, marketing uh, a lot. Um, well, uh, doing more YouTube interviews like these as well. We like to do that. But also uh, we're doing a weekly Twitter space now. Uh, my brother and I are doing uh, it every two weeks. And Milan and Joey are doing it every two weeks as well. So that makes uh, an Earthlings Twitter space every week. Uh, working on a lot of partnerships uh, on the background as well, but those are the things that I can't uh, tell too much about it. Uh, first, first needed signatures and stuff. <laughs> so, but that's, um, uh, those are things that we are working on, on the background. Um, the thing is, I think we are now a bit in, um, in a phase where we're building a lot of big things like the towns. It's, it's a bit of a disappointment that, uh, I needed to rebuild them, uh, as I said, because, uh, the studio disappointed me a bit. So, but they're going to be amazing but you you find yourself sometimes in these stages of development where it looks like it's a bit quiet but that's because just because we're building all these big things and they take a little bit more time so sometimes you'll go quiet for one or two months uh, and then all of a sudden you'll throw out a lot um, another thing that that we are building uh, uh, not building but uh, drawing out now because we had the storyline uh, we have the storyline right storyline written out now um, and we have a sketch artist, uh, artist that we've onboarded uh, quite a while ago, and he's making the, um, uh, the pictures to go along with the storyline. So that's good. That's something that I like. That's very cool. Uh, of course, um, what Quinton is doing uh, is a bit boring to say because it's all programming and stuff, and I don't have any images for that. But with, he, he did do some cool stuff that we're going to show in, in, in a while Exciting. as well. Um, so yeah, we, we're doing a lot behind the scenes. Um, most important is we're still building and ramping up uh, the build uh, every day. Um, um, yeah, I, I guess that that should answer your question a bit. But um, the most exciting things to show are in a few weeks when we have these new scenes and uh, new animals. By the way, we're making a lot of new animals uh, because. Um, that was lagging a bit behind the avatars. Um, yeah, so doing work actually on all fronts of, of the Amazing. game. Amazing. So scenes and animals are basically what's up next. Mm -hmm. Yeah, new sceneries. We already threw out yeah, a, a yeah, lot yeah. of sceneries, of course, but we're. Uh, uh, but I'm very, very excited about the towns that are going to come out uh, next. And, and indeed, we we're creating now a set of NFTs for uh, the animals. And I think uh, people are going to like that cool. as well. That's great. Look forward to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I have one last question as well. Uh, what are the available jobs and skills that players can sort of implement in, in the game right now? At least I'm sure that can expand yeah. many times over as time goes on. 
Yeah, it, 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 it's actually, um, yeah, I said already, you can, I don't know if you can see that as a job, but um, I'll get to the jobs as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Being a train station uh, owner, you know, it's kind of a job uh, or own, own um, uh, if, if you own um, an airship, you could probably, uh, no, not probably, you can pick up someone, for, for instance, who is in distress and you can uh, then uh, taxi him or her out of, of the, this situation. But also uh, if you have uh, uh, another way of transport, you know, you can um, sort of be a taxi driver and pick up uh, players and bring them to other places. So if you do that, then you can, again, uh, earn a little steam. So there, things like that, that's that's what we're thinking of, uh, having these little, so not only shops, but also transport, for instance. Um, I think that's, um, yeah, that, that's going to be cool if, to see people um, saving other people or just uh, having a gamer who wants to go from A to B a bit faster, but he just started out and, but, but he did find some steam in the game and a fraction of that he can pay for having a ride with a fellow gamer or a landowner who has this, this stuff uh, um, that touches a little bit on something else because um, in the new uh, white paper, you can read a bit about the, the gamer plots because if you have uh, a town uh, or uh, a land plot, you can also assign someone to a gamer plot that belongs to you. So these gamers, they play for you actually. Everything they um, earn in the game, you get a little percentage of that. So that that's amazing. And that's an, a great incentive to have landowners draw in the gamers, telling their nephew or uh, their, their gym buddy, hey, uh, I've got a great game. Looks good as well, even though it's a blockchain <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I have a free plot for you, so come and play, and then we'll play together. You know, so that's a great incentive to draw in these gamers. So, yeah, bit long answer again. No so need to apologize. To you'll get paid to pick up hitchhikers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you can say it like that. Yeah, but but there's more possibilities. But you know, asking me on the spot, then I always like, oh, what were the options course, again? Yeah. So. But uh, you, you can read all about it in the white paper. Guys, yes. all go to 25 pages long. Tons of information that we could yeah. not really cover here. <laughs> but, you know, we'll definitely have you back on, Patrick. Yeah, that's for sure. It's Oh, yeah. And um, uh, as soon as we have more stuff to show, um, then um, I'll keep uh, in touch. And uh, I'll uh, let you know because uh, there's some exciting stuff going on and, and coming. And We'll be here for a long while, so there, there can be many more. We'll be here with you, that's for sure. I mean, that covers it for me. Corbin, anything else? Good. I'm good. Cleared everything from mm-hmm. you as well. Yep. Patrick, thank you once again for all of your time, all of your effort. Everybody a part of the Earthlinks team, if you listen to this point, thank you as well for your time and effort towards contributing towards the success of Earthlings. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we will see you all next episode. Peace.